Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. You hear the heart of God in that? God says, it doesn't make me happy when evil people die. It doesn't make me happy. I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. When, when, when people that others would look at him and say they deserve to die, he said, I, I, I take no pleasure in that. No, the point is for them to have opportunity to turn, for you to have opportunity to turn and live. We see people who've committed horrendous crimes, who get what they deserve, and we think, yes, justice. But Pastor Robert reminds us today that that's not God's heart. Even the most wicked among us, he doesn't want to see in hell. He loves every single person, and we're all wicked, and desires us to be near him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. I said, from this day forward, I just, I want you to understand, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be at the top of the heap. And I don't want you in the way of that because I'll destroy you. Nobody loves I said to my mother, any affection that you have for me, it's because of what you get out of the deal. It's because of what, whatever warmth, whatever return on that you get. It's not about, it, it, there's no such thing as, as this altruistic, giving, generous love. It doesn't exist. Humans aren't capable. But see, what I learned in Jesus is that's who God is. He gave himself completely to me when I was in that condition, when I was that indifferent to his love. And he tells us in this passage, that's who he is, that's who we will be, that's who we should aspire to be, that's how we should start behaving right now. Love your enemies. Because if you love your buddies, if you love your friends, if you love your mama, everybody loves their mama. But the perfect choice, the perfect response to evil is love. You want to be a complete Christian? You want to be flawless as a human being? You want to be the real deal? Love your enemies. Love like Jesus loves. That's a genuine child of the Almighty. That's spiritual integrity. That will never fail, 1 Corinthians 13 reminds us. We struggle with it because we look at life from an earthbound perspective, and we just can't see this working out very well for us. 
I mean, if I live like that, they're going to crucify me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was the plan. They crucified him for doing that. And what if it's the plan for you too? What if God's plan for you is that you live like this, you love like this, and they destroy you for it? What if that's his plan? I mean, it, it definitely happened to the apostles, right? I think we can assume that they did their best to live this out. Will you choose to trust him? Love like he loves. Not pretending that evil is an evil, not condoning it or tolerating it, but not hating people. Not winking at wickedness, but responding to it with grace and generosity. I had a lengthy conversation with a representative from the city a few months ago as we were dealing with this grocery program because they, they wanted me to you know, sign a, an agreement with them. And initially, you know, there were parts of the agreement that I said, I can't, I can't sign this. We believe the Bible. We teach the Bible. We're not going to hire people who don't believe the Bible. We're not going to hire people who don't think that, that, that the Bible is true and right. And, but we will give food and help and assistance to anybody. Anybody. Because he sends his reign on the just and on the unjust. He calls us to be like him, to, to love even our enemies, to do good to everybody without regard for their conduct. That's the message. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 13, God said to Abram, know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. Now, as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace, shall be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall return here. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. Now, God was predicting some of the things that the people of Israel were going to go through, and they were going to be held in slavery and and in Egypt, and then they were going to come out and, and with possession, the Egyptians were going to give them stuff and, and they were going to come out. But it, there's such an interesting thing that, that he says there. The iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. It's going to be more than 400 years. In, in other words, four centuries are going to go by. There's going to be time for repentance. There's going to be opportunity for repentance. There's going to be blessing and blessing and blessing and blessing Four centuries. And I wonder how many people actually turned to God. Maybe there was only one among the Amorites. Maybe it was all for, for just that one person. Because, see, that's the nature and character of God. That's love. He, he would do that. 400 years just for the soul of one. In Ezekiel 33, 11, God says something. He, he tells the prophet Ezekiel, say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? Do you hear the heart of God in that? 
God says, it doesn't make me happy when evil people die. It doesn't make me happy. I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. When, when, when people that others would look at him and say they deserve to die, he said, I, I, I take no pleasure in that. No, the point is for them to have opportunity to turn, for you to have opportunity to turn and live. The ultimate example of loving your enemies is the cross. Ultimate example. Today is the day when roughly 2,000 years ago the church was born. In the book of Acts, you know, we have the story that they were gathered, these followers of Jesus after his resurrection, after his ascension. He told them to wait in Jerusalem and that the Holy Spirit was going to come and they were going to be empowered to be his witnesses. And, and, and they were all gathered in this room, this, this upstairs room in Jerusalem. And they were, there were tens of thousands of Jewish people had gathered there because of the Passover and all the, the things that happened around that time of year in, in Jerusalem. And, and when the Holy Spirit fell on that group of believers there in that upper room and the Bible says there were tongues of fire and that all of them began to speak with other tongues and, and, and Peter would go on to explain that it was, it was a fulfillment of the prophecy in Joel chapter 2 about the, that outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the last days and, but the people on the streets heard the commotion and they heard everything that was going on and they, they came and they gathered around and they're talking you know what's going on what is, what's happening up there and somebody suggested oh it's just a party it's just a bunch of drunks and Peter heard it, and he said, no, that's not what's taking place. This is what the prophet predicted. But then he went on. Listen to what he said. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be a part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the book of Matthew right here on Main Thing Radio.